The Daily Ding is brought to you by GameTime, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Did you know NBA ticket prices tend to drop right before the game starts? GameTime tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, then shows you all the best last-minute deals with prices up to 60% off. More than 12 million fans have downloaded the GameTime app and discovered the fastest, easiest way to get into the game. Whether you need tickets for Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NFL, NHL, or concerts, you can find them all on the GameTime app. Checking out is simple. Takes two taps and you're done. So head to the App Store or Play Store now to download GameTime and score awesome deals on last-minute tickets. Welcome to the Daily Ding on the Athletic Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, this is an emergency. It has finally happened. Ben Simmons hit a three. Daniel Aquino, a below average three-point shooter. There's Simmons! Yes! He did it! Ben Simmons! Hold me back, Ben! Maybe now they'll finally leave him alone after that. He hits the three as first in his NBA career. This all goes when I hope I have no friends. Horn Tyler know his ass should have got thrown out. If I was a ref, I would have tossed his ass. How dare you? Good morning and welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Thursday morning, everybody. We've got all your NBA action covered from a very, very busy Wednesday night in the association. I'm your host, Dave DeFore, joined as often by Trayvon Edwards. What's up, Trey? What's going on, Dave? We got Rob Lopez queuing up video tributes and video replays in the last five minutes of the show. Coming up on today's Daily Ding, Luca notches another triple-double. Pau Gasol might be done, and James Harden cooled off for a night. But first, we finally got to see Paul George and Kawhi together, and it did not disappoint. The Clippers defeat the Celtics in overtime, 107 to 104. Uh, I mean, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George together for the first time ever. Trey, what did you think? Uh, This game kind of dragged out early on, but picked up towards the end. Uh, Definitely lived up to the hype as far as expectations. Uh, In the last uh, final six minutes, uh, the Clippers scored 31 points. Uh, You know, Lou Williams contributed. Uh, Paul George and Kawhi both, you know, uh, were pretty much even kill as far as cool as a fan. So, you know, they kind of expected to be what they did. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't expect them to score 30 apiece or anything like that. They were pretty stable. But Patrick Beverly, man, was amazing for the Clippers tonight. Yeah, he finally hit some threes. He's been he's kind of been having a rough start to the season. Um, but tonight was four of seven from three, had some huge corner threes uh, at the end of the fourth quarter and in overtime was actually uh, plus 17 on the game. Uh, he and Paul George game high there, uh, 14 points for Beverly. Uh, the end of the regulation for this game was kind of wild. Um, Lou Williams hits a go ahead three with 30 seconds left in the game, comes down to the other end gets a steal and is fouled and hits both free throws. Then Jason Tatum ties the game up after Paul George falls down. I guess he tripped on his foot. Okay. But the highlights, you know, they're not going to care. He fell down. Tatum hits a three 13.1 seconds left. Kawhi comes down, dribbles the ball to the end of the clock, shoots a three that I I really thought was going to drop in and out at the buzzer. 
and uh, we get overtime. And in overtime, felt like the Clippers were mostly in control of this. The Clippers and the referees. Trey, the, the replays are out of control. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you know, it's not really working in anybody's, you know, favor and and things and whatnot. But, like, it definitely dictates a lot. And, uh, honestly, I felt like the Clippers wanted it more, especially Patrick Beverly winning the 50-50 balls and just being all over the place. But then just him being able to knock down that three ball just takes his game to a whole nother level. I mean, he had a career high in rebounds. He basically was an undersized power forward out there and just really eating everybody's food. Yeah, J- Jason Tatum was fantastic tonight, especially in the second half in overtime. He had 30 points, was 5 of 10 from three, uh, really was was putting in work. I mean, it, it seemed like nobody could really guard him. Yeah. Jason Tatum was, you know, he was, he was nice. I mean, the, the, the jumper on Paul George and, and just being aggressive. I mean, you know, I got a chance to see him against the Suns. Uh, he was very aggressive and, you know, continued to stick with what he does best. And that's what makes him, you know, a very good basketball player. Him and Jalen Brown are, are very effective. And when they get Gordon Hayward back, they're going to be really darn good. And we also got a chance to experience uh, Mad Brad um, was pretty feisty with the refs. You know, he really wasn't excited about, you know, how the game was called towards the end. But, you know, um, not too much complaints of overall. Um, and I think this Celtics team is very good. It's basically two teams um, that are very uh respected in their conferences and that will be um, competing for something in uh, May. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Smart and Kimball Walker both kind of struggled shooting the ball tonight. They combined 11 for 37, uh, four of 20 from three. And that was, I mean, that was obviously the difference in the game is that the, these two guys just really couldn't hit a shot for the Clippers. Lou Williams, always huge. 27 points was fantastic, was hot down the stretch. And I really thought that, that, the shot that Kawhi took at the buzzer probably should have gone to Lou Wills, Trey. Yeah. I mean, you know, again, I I don't think anybody was really fighting over who takes the shot. I mean, they have so many weapons that they can kind of defer to, but I mean, Kawhi probably ideally thought that he had a good look and no one would argue that, but definitely Lou will was kind of on a roll for them. So it should have went to him, but you know, Kawhi felt that that was the ideal look for it. And and obviously it went in and out and, you know, it wasn't a bad shot. So, you know, they still ended up getting the victory. In Denver, the Nuggets defeat the Rockets 105 to 95. They did it with defense, Trey. They actually did a really good job of shutting down everything Houston wanted to do tonight. Uh, They held James Harden below 30 points for the first time. In eight games, they also broke the Rockets' eight-game winning streak. Uh, Not a coincidence, I think. Yeah, I mean, you know, they, you know, as Mike Malone called it, his backup small forwards are bullpens. And pretty much like the defense from Torrey Craig and, you know, Wancho and Michael Porter Jr. with the offensive spark. Like, guys were, they were just, you know, finding a way to shut slow, harden down by sending doubles and kind of seeing if Westbrook could beat them. You know, Westbrook took tons of, of mid-range shots and, and other jumpers that weren't falling and working in his favor. Um, and it just really didn't work out. The Nuggets had 32 points, you know I mean, off the 21 Rockets turnovers, and then also 60 points in the paint. 
And then also the Nuggets held the Rockets to 95 points on 42% shooting while forcing 20 turnovers. So, like, it was a great defensive performance from them. Yeah, and it's it's good to know because the Nuggets, they're known for their offense. I mean, you know, it's all about Jokic and and how they revolve around him. They score a ton of points. But it's good to know that they can actually do it. They, they broke out a few wrinkles that I don't know if they had planned to break out this early. Um, showed some stuff that that I didn't know that this team necessarily had. You know, I mean, I know Millsap is good. And you know, Gary Harris is good. But uh, they were getting defensive contributions from everybody. On the offensive side, Jokic, 27 points, had four assists. Uh, Will Barton with 14. Murray and Harris with 10 apiece. Paul Millsap with 11. When you when you have your starting lineup all scoring in double figures like that, that usually equals success. Absolutely. That, that, I mean, that was the main goal. And, you know, Coach Malone getting his guys prepared and, and up for this game, going into a smoking hot Houston – playing against a smoking hot Houston Rockets team. Um really cooled them off, you know, and then also obviously frustrating Westbrook and making him, making it tough for him as well. Um, you know, that's how you secure the victory. And if they can continue to play like this, like I said before, um, they ha- they got a chance to, you know, compete for, for a title and taste some champagne in June. Yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. Uh, Westbrook scored 25 points on eight of 22 shooting. I mean, it was a really rough night and this is sort of the Russell Westbrook experience. You know, uh, Clint Capella had 12 points, another 20 plus rebound game, 21 rebounds for him. Um, but the, the defense that we've seen from Houston, it was okay tonight, but the scoring wasn't there to match it. And, and that really hurt him. I, again, I can't say enough how great the nuggets defense looked, which might be, might be scary for everybody come, you know, April, May, and June. Yeah, I think it just has to go with consistent basins, and it's kind of too hard to tell because they're just not so consistent on on defense, more so consistent on offense. So, again, if they can put two different styles of play together, then, yes, they definitely would be a scary team to be faced. But right now, you know, they have to continue to play this way, and it's just not that consistent yet for, you know, us to put all our – our marbles in and it's still early, but, um, very impressive win for them in news around the league. The blazers have waived trailblazer legend Paul Gasol, uh, before he ever played a game. Uh, they signed him this summer because they really needed some, some big depth. And, uh, he had a, uh, surgery repair, a stress fracture in his foot, uh, last May hasn't been able to get back. So he's actually uh, going to take some time away to focus on rehab. Um, Trey Palgasol is a hall of famer. He's going to have his Jersey retired by the Lakers. I'm assuming. Um, do you think this might be it for pal? I think it's just time to hang it up. Absolutely. No question. I mean, at this point, you know, why hang on, you know, I, I know, you know, he's, He's been waived, but he still has an agreement to, you know, rehab and get himself together. But I don't I just don't see him, you know, being effective right now. Who can he stop? Who can he guard? You know, what does he contribute to teams besides leadership? I mean, he still is a, 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 a excellent passer, but, you know, a liability on defense. And then, you know, he's just a step behind right now on offense, you know. But that doesn't mean that, you know, he didn't have a great career or that, you know, he – can't contribute in other ways. And I know I think he's going to serve as a special coach for the Blazers this season. Um, And that could be a start of something new 
you know, for his the next step in, in his life. Um, but as of right now, I think it's time for him to pass the torch. And, you know, he's going to be a Hall of Famer off of Olympic play and what he's contributed to, you know, his professional career in Memphis and and uh, Los Angeles and Chicago. So, um, you know, I, I wish Paul Powell the best and, you know, um, you know, cheers to a illustrious career. Yeah, I look forward to Pau Gasol coaching the Spanish national team for the next 20 years. I think that's going to be pretty fun. Uh, in a news from the NCAA, which I know is weird for the Daily Ding, but this is about James Wiseman, who is going to be a lottery pick next year. And it's pretty interesting. Um, he has been suspended for an additional 11 games. And the NCAA has ordered this person that does not have a job and is not an employee to pay $11,500 to charity. Over something that happened uh, when his mother accepted $11,500 from Penny Hardaway in the summer of 2017 to help move Wiseman and his family to Memphis. Uh, the NCAA is not only corrupt and crooked and constantly doing a disservice to the athletes that it's supposed to protect, but now it's being very blatant in its own hypocrisy. Trey, this is garbage. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I don't think I've been a fan of NCAA for a long time. I think guys have, you know, been mistreated by by this organization for a very long time. You know, this is a billion dollar company, and you know they are still up in arms about paying student athletes for their images and likenesses, um, which they make earn money off of. And in this situation, is unfortunate because now you're asking an 18 year old to randomly dig up uh, $11,000, you know, $11,500 to be exact, to donate to a charity, where do you think he's going to get it from? And if he happens to wind up with this money, you may hit him up with something else and find him for that where he can't even compete. So I think it's very unfortunate. And if I'm wise, man, you know, I know education is a key, but this kid was always one and done. I would just prepare for the draft and pack That's it up. That's right. And, and, and it should be noted. Penny Hardaway was not the coach of the Memphis Tigers in 2017. He was not involved with the NCAA in 2017. Uh, Wiseman was a minor in 2017. And all of this stuff is ridiculous. In the rest of the games around the league, the Spurs lose their seventh straight game to the Wizards. 132 to 138 in the nation's capital. Uh, this is the longest losing streak that the Spurs have had in a really long time. It is the worst start to a season that they've had since the 96, 97 season in which they then wound up tanking uh, and, and drafting Tim Duncan the next season. It is not good in San Antonio. Uh, Derek white missed another game with soreness in that left foot. Uh, Bradley Beal, 33 points, four rebounds, four assists, just killing it this season. Davis Bertans revenge game, 21 points, five rebounds, four assists. Ish Smith, 21 points, four rebounds, four assists. DeMar DeRozan with another 30 point game for the Spurs, 31 points, uh, four rebounds, five assists. Bryn Forbes, 19 points, four rebounds, seven assists. DeJounte Murray and Patty Mills switch roles. Patty Mills gets the start, 16 points, six assists. DeJounte Murray with 15 points and five rebounds. The Bucks defeat the Hawks 135 to 127. It was Peachtree night in Atlanta. The Bucks at one point led by 19. The Hawks cut the lead to seven 
but could not finish the comeback. Giannis with 33 points, 11 rebounds, four assists, a steal, and a block. Eric Bledsoe, 28 points, seven rebounds, five assists. DeAndre Hunter with a career high, 27 points for the rookie, 11 rebounds, a couple of assists. And Trey Young with 25 points, ho-hum, eight assists. Uh, In Philadelphia, the Knicks, they snatched defeat from the jaws of victory against the Sixers, 104 to 109. Uh, The big news from this game, really, Trey, is that Ben Simmons hit his first career NBA three, and it only took him 172 games to do it. Actually looked really nice. Yeah, uh, so the last time Ben Simmons made a three in the actual game was 1,451 days ago when he was at LSU. That's amazing. That's that's incredible. That's a longer streak than me, for sure. Man, that's probably the last time I've had something, to, had some uh, <laughs> some actual uh, meat. You oh, know, no. Breaking my, breaking my vegetarian diet or something like that, probably. But it's been a while. Uh, well, he finishes the game with 18 points, seven rebounds, 13 assists, a steal and a block. By the way, Ben Simmons, even if he's not shooting threes, still really, really good. Uh, Josh Richardson missed this game. Didn't wind up mattering. Joel Embiid, 23 points, 12 rebounds, five assists, a couple of blocks. Uh, Marcus Morris senior who, you know, really wanted to win this game. 22 points, 13 rebounds, six assists, two steals. And he got into it with Embiid a little bit. Seems like Embiid is is really, really good at getting under people's skin. Uh, both of the guys got a tech. Morris got a flagrant. Um, this is all dating back to last year's playoffs. Um, but, you know, Embiid gets the victory, and that's what really matters. Frank Nilakina with 17 points. Julius Randle with 17 points, eight rebounds, two assists, and three steals. The Nets finally get a win without Kyrie. They defeat the Hornets 101-91 to in Brooklyn. Uh, this is the third straight game Kyrie has missed with that injured shoulder. Uh, the Nets actually played some defense. They held the Hornets to 73 points through three quarters, which is the best that they've done through three quarters all season. So maybe they're figuring things out. Jared Allen had 22 points, 17 rebounds, a couple of assists. Spencer Dinwiddie, 20 points, four rebounds, eight assists, two steals. Tarian Prince, 20 points, eight rebounds, four assists. Terry Rozier with 18, six rebounds, two assists. And Devontae Graham, again, this guy is so good. 17 points, three rebounds, six assists. And the Mavericks on national television defeat the Warriors 142 to 94. (sighs) This was rough. All eight Warriors that played in this game were not on the team last year. Draymond Green, he was a late scratch due to right heel soreness. Uh, Steve Kerr won a coach's challenge. It was the only victory that they got uh, out of this game. Luka Doncic continues to be ridiculous. 35 points, six threes made, 10 rebounds, 11 assists, three steals. Only played 26 minutes. He had 33 points in the first half, and uh, he was one point shy of Dirk's Dallas record for most points scored in a half. Seth Curry missed this game. Tim Hardaway Jr. gets a start, and he scores 20 points. Actually looked pretty nice tonight. Eric Pascal, 22.7 rebounds. Kai Bowman with 16 points, a rebound, and a couple of assists. In Miami, the Heat blow out the Cavs, 124-100. to 100. Uh, Justice Winslow misses his sixth straight game with that concussion. Uh, Duncan Robinson picked up the slack, 29 points, a couple of rebounds, uh, against his old coach, John Bayline, uh, you know, must've felt really, really good to, to hang that kind of score up on your old coach, Tyler hero, 22 points, three rebounds, Jimmy Butler, 21 points, five rebounds, five assists. Kevin love led the way for Cleveland with 25 points, 13 rebounds. 
Colin Sexton with 19 points. The Heat are now 10 and three. They are tied for the best start in team history. They've done that four other times. Trey, are you buying the Heat? You think this is like a, a top four seed potentially in in the East? Yes, yes. I think the ceiling is two or three. Um, not that that means anything in the postseason, but like Spo has these guys rolling, and Spo is a potential coach of the year. What he's done, a magnificent job with this young group. Such a random group, you know. What I mean, they got Jimmy as their star, but you know their supporting cast is so strong. And I think that since they, you know, got Drogic to buy buy in and come off the bench, and you know, Adebayo is the heart of the team, and you know, Kendrick Nunn and Tyler Arrow and you know, other guys contributing like this, you know, the sky's the limit for them in Toronto. The magic dropped their first game in the last four to the Raptors, one thirteen and 97. Uh, you know, they had won three straight look like they're starting to turn things around. And then in this game, Nikola Vucevic and Aaron Gordon, both left the game in the second quarter with ankle injuries, both guys on crutches after the game. Uh, not great for Orlando. Uh, OG Ananobi. We got a little face mask update. He wore uh, protective glasses to start the game, but then he got rid of them. We got to find this man. Let him talk to Kurt Rambis so that he can learn the way of the goggles. Uh, Fred Van Vliet had 24 points, a rebound, seven assists. Terrence Davis, 19 points, eight rebounds. Pascal Siakam with 18, 11, and four assists. Evan Fournier, 21 points, a couple of rebounds. Jonathan Isaac, 16 points, 13 rebounds, three assists, a steal, and three blocks. Uh, the Raptors still playing without Ibaka and Lowry. Uh, Ibaka may play this weekend. Uh, in Chicago, it was Luol Dang night. He was honored during the game. Uh, he signed a one-day contract to retire with the Bulls. And the Bulls pull out a victory, 109-89 to 89 over the Pistons. Trey, you're the biggest Bulls fan I know. Um, talk to me about Luol Dang. Man, sweet Lou, sweet Lou. He was very vital um, during those Bulls years where they consistently went to the playoffs. He definitely was a great leader. He was a great vet for, you know, towards the end of his career. You know, when he signed that deal with the Lakers, I know he got like a lot of bad slack, but he played a huge role in those young guys' life. You know, Kyle Kuz, Kuzma credited a lot to, you know, his early, you know, his transition into being a pro um, through through Luol Deng's, you know, leadership. And basically, you know, Lou, you know, he basically gave his all. You know, I mean, he almost literally almost died on, you know, playing for the Bulls through, you know, Tibbs, strenuous minutes, you know, minutes played. But um, he was, he is a Bull through and through and will always be a Bull and a Bull's great. Um, I don't think anybody should wear number nine playing for the Bulls. Um, and that's how effective you know, Lou was for the organization. Uh, Lowry marketing had 24 points and six rebounds in this one. And uh, Shaquille Harrison got the start despite only playing 12 minutes total this season and uh, didn't disappoint 15 points, 11 rebounds, five assists, three steals, a block. Uh, I think he's going to be in the starting lineup. Trey, uh, Derek Rose, 18 points, three rebounds, Blake Griffin, 16 points and eight rebounds, uh, but didn't really look like Blake Griffin. Uh, in Minnesota, the jazz defeat the Timberwolves one Oh three to 95. Uh, no Jake Lehman in this one. 
Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich with 30 points, four rebounds, three assists. Donovan Mitchell, 26.7 rebounds. Uh, Mike Conley, 16 points, six rebounds, eight assists. Andrew Wiggins with 22.7 rebounds uh, was one of 10 from three. Not great. Carl Anthony Towns shut down by Rudy Gobert, 14 points, 12 rebounds and assists and a block. And, And Rudy Gobert with 12 points. 15 rebounds, five blocks, and I'm not sure how many screen assists because I don't track those. Now it's time for the lines of the night. Trey, uh, Luka Doncic, 35 points, six threes, 10 rebounds, 11 assists, three steals. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 33 points, 11 rebounds, four, four assists, one steal, and a block. Bradley Beal, 33 points, four rebounds, four assists. Who you got? I'm going with Luca Love, aka Luca Skywalker, aka All Star Starter, aka MVP Honors. Okay, Luca Skywalker, that needs to be a thing. That's the first time I've ever heard that. That needs to be a thing. We are making Luca Skywalker happen. That's going to do it for today's show. Don't forget about the other basketball shows across the Athletic Podcast Network. We still have your favorite shows like Back to Back, No Dunks, Tampering, and House of Strauss plus over a dozen team-specific shows available from some of your favorite athletic beat writers. Don't forget to follow on the app so you get notifications for new episodes. And if you're not a member of The Athletic, you are in luck. You can get all of our podcasts ad-free, plus some fantastic writing across all major sports for a super low price. Get 40% off your subscription today at theathletic.com slash dings. That's theathletic.com slash D-I-N-G-S. You never know when these promos are going to end, so go soon. Thank you guys for waking up with us. Trey, you know what to do. Ding, ding.